0: The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Jesus took Peter, James, and John, his brother, and led him up to a high mountain by themselves. And he was transfigured before them. His face shone like the sun, and his clothes became white as light. And behold, Moses and Elijah appeared to them, conversing with him. Then, Peter said to Jesus and replied, Lord, it is good that we are here. If you wish, I will make three tents here, one for you, one for Moses, and one for Meliah. While he was still speaking, behold, a bright cloud cast a shadow over them. Then from the cloud came a voice that said, this is my beloved son, with whom I am well pleased. Listen to him. The Gospel of the Lord. You, Lord Jesus Good morning to everyone. Morning, this is a great joy for me to be here. I mean I I think I met a lot of you already, okay, so I'm no new face but I see some new faces as well. So I'm Father Paul Silva, you know I am uh, from Mexico originally and I'm stationed in Indiana. I work at a high school seminary that, with the Legionaries of Christ, you know, have you know for boys that are discerning, right, farther into the priesthood. So I was invited here just to um, be with you, to also put a good retreat for the boys. You know, yesterday we had a, a tremendous retreat—30 uh, something boys that came, you know, ate dads and then we had a high school also event at night, another 12 and other six days that came. So that was very fruitful, very beautiful. Today's uh, reading, obviously, um, you might wonder, I mean, why? The transfiguration, right? But well, in, a, in a way, it's because, you know, the new people that is coming into the church, right? Today is the day of the scrutiny, you know, We're making sure that the ones that are going to receive the baptism during the... Um, is vigil. I mean, they're getting ready for it. So that's a, a beautiful way to start as well, the Lent. And this Gospel, I mean, it shows us something very interesting, you know, and something that the first reading already started, and it's a journey. Okay? So we all are in a personal journey, okay, towards the ultimate goal, you know, which is, you know, happiness forever, heaven, okay? So we are pilgrims in a way, and this earth, right? And we are just walking towards that goal. And Jesus came to this world. He became man. He got inserted into our own history to make sure that the journey has a goal, has an end, But in order to achieve that, he's also, you know, walking his own personal journey. And in this gospel, you know, it's showing us three things, three different mountains, okay? And I know the the younger boys here, they know what the number three means, right? Do you remember what it means, the number three in the scripture? Okay? Well, the number three means perfection, something that is lacking nothing to it. Okay? But it's only used when it's referred to divinity. There's another number, number seven. Yeah, I see the hands rising up there. Just don't worry about it. Okay? So, number seven as well means perfection, but usually, number seven is, a, is more used for the creation what is perfect in creation. Number three is what is perfect, you know, the divine. So this is very interesting. So it's three different mountains. Mount, you know, Tabor, the one that uh, the Lord went up with Peter, James, and John, you know, to have, you know, this uh, amazing vision of his transfiguration. Jesus is talking as well the mount that he has to go up to You know, because the transfiguration happened before Jesus started his journey all the way up to Jerusalem. Jerusalem is not a mountain, but it's it's a mount, okay? So when people that refer to go to Jerusalem, they used to say, go up to Jerusalem. Because you, you need to climb, okay? And the third mount that Jesus is talking about here is, you know, about his death, the Calvary. Three different mountains in this journey associated with the divine. So the journey that Jesus, you know, is about to start is a divine journey. Has to climb these three mountains. And this is the first one. So for those coming into the church, you know, this is the first mountain, okay? And what happens in this mountain? Well... Why Jesus, you you, you might wonder too, right? So why Jesus showed a glimpse of his divinity, you know, and a glimpse also of his resurrected body. So the apostles got to see that. And why is that? Because climbing to this mountain, you know, Jesus wants to give us hope. That is what we need. No one really climbs a mountain just because. We need to have a motivation behind. Why do we have to do this? Because it's hard. You know, when I was a seminarian, um, I got to go to you know, uh, New Hampshire. And uh, there we used to have another high school seminary. And, and it's a beautiful place because it's a lot of mountains. So one of those mountains you know, that you get to climb it was in the Mount Washington you know, which is the highest mountains there and, and the reach, right? The White Mountains. It's a beautiful place. Um, and it takes a lot of time to climb it. You know, because just as you think you're reaching the summit you realize it's not. It's just maybe halfway. Like, oh no, so you still have another. All right. So you keep going up there. It takes about maybe three hours, four hours, depends the pace you go and the path you take. But I was truly disappointed, all right, just reaching up to the mountain. I thought I was, you know, climbing Mount Everest, honestly, okay. I, I felt so proud and everything. And the first thing I, I saw, it was this gentleman, you know, in a Hawaiian shirt with flip-flops. And I said, what? That was the vision. He was holding a, a mug of coffee. That was the first vision I have of Mount Washington. Like, what is going on here? And then I realized there was a big parking lot and there was a road and <laughs> it was this cafe place. And I said, what? <laughs> you know, I said, oh, Lord. So that was the... So what is all the sacrifice for? Well, anyway, so... But that is a little bit what's going on here. Okay? Obviously, they didn't see Jesus in a, you know, Hawaiian shirt and flip flops and a mug of coffee. But... They saw a glimpse of something, you know, that is way better and way beyond our reach. They saw something, you know, that what heaven is going to be like. So that vision of Moses and Elias and Jesus together, you know, it was something that made St. Peter choose to forget about Everything. Everything. You know, how powerful this vision was that he said, you know, Lord, did you want me to build three tents here? Let's stay here forever. He wasn't thinking of himself. He said, one for Moses, one for you, one for Elias. That's it. Just imagine, you know, that glimpse of happiness and joy. Not to have any warrants, okay? Not to have to go to school. You know, that would be really awesome. Not to have to go to work. Not to suffer about anything. Just a glimpse of tremendous peace that lasts forever. Think about that. So that glimpse of hope in this journey. And that is exactly, you know, what the ones that are getting ready to receive the baptism is all about. Because the baptism is going to make you heirs of the kingdom. It's going to open for you, you know, the gates of of heaven this never ending joy but you have to climb these mountains as well it's not going to be an easy journey and then this is what we connect with Abraham he was asked to leave everything behind everything family his, his house, his possessions everything behind and to go to a place where the Lord is going to show him how many of you were willing to do that today? If you had a vision of God, right, and they come up to you and they say, you know what? Leave everything behind. Everything. Hey, what about my truck? Leave the truck behind and come to the place where I'm going to show you. How many of you will you be able to do that? It's not that easy, isn't it? Hey, what about the house? What about the bank account? What about... No, no, no. Everything behind. Stuff. And this man did it because he believed. He had faith. And that is an invitation for all of us as well. To climb this mountain that the Lord... Because there can be salvation, all right, if we don't climb this mountain. The Lord is not going to climb the mountain for us. He already did. Now, suspecting you do it. And he will give you the strength. But it's a journey of faith. So it needs to be embarked in faith. So let us continue this mass just praying for each other, especially, particularly the ones that will receive, you know, the the baptism, this Easter, so they can come, you know, as well prepared and as well, you know, be good witness of the gospel, of what we do, what we believe. So to encourage them as well to continue this journey and this climbing these mountains you know, together with the Lord. Amen.
1: Those who desire to participate fully in the sacramental life of the church, come forward together with your sponsors. Eric Lusk. Mike Wagoner. Mark Parish, Irene Agu.
2: Dear faithful assembled here, pray in silence for these candidates that, will, that they will be given the spirit of repentance, a deepened sense of sin, and the true freedom of children of God. Candidates, bow your heads and pray. My brothers and sisters, let us pray for these candidates, Eric, Mike, Mike. Mark and Irene, Christ has already ransomed them in baptism. May they seek the forgiveness of their sins and the healing of their weakness so that they may be ready to be sealed with the gift of the Father and fed at the Lord's table. Let us also pray for ourselves who seek the mercy of Christ.
1: Please stand for the intentions. That these candidates may come to a deeper appreciation of their baptism into Christ's death and resurrection, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That these candidates may embrace the discipline of Lent as a means of purification and approach the sacrament of reconciliation with trust in God's mercy, let us pray to the Lord. That they may grow to love and seek virtue and holiness of life, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That they may renounce self and put others first, let us pray to the Lord.
2: Lord, hear our prayer.
1: That they may share with others the joy they have found in their faith, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That they may accept the call to conversion with an open heart, and not hesitate to make the personal changes that may require of them, let us pray to the Lord.
2: Lord, hear our prayer.
1: That the Holy Spirit, who searches every heart, may help them to overcome their weakness through his power, let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our prayer. That their families also may put their hope in Christ and find peace and holiness in him, let us pray to the Lord. Lord that we ourselves, in preparation for the Easter feast, may seek a change of heart, give ourselves to prayer, and persevere in our good works. Let us pray to the Lord. Lord, hear our
2: prayer. We also pray the Mass's intentions today has been offered for the repose of the soul of Lucille Lorenzo. We pray to the Lord.
1: Lord, hear our prayer.
2: Lord God, In the mystery of the transfiguration, your Son revealed His glory to the disciples and prepared them for His death and resurrection. Open the minds and hearts of these candidates to the presence of Christ in their lives. May they humbly acknowledge their sins and failings and be freed of whatever obstacles and falsehoods keep them from adhering wholeheartedly to your kingdom. Through Christ our Lord. Amen. Lord Jesus, you are the only begotten Son whose kingdom these candidates acknowledge and whose glory they seek. Pour out upon them the power of your Spirit that they may be fearless witnesses to your gospel and with with us in the communion of love. For you are Lord forever and ever.